Now, the wealth protection diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Economic development is the process of growing the overall economy, including job creation, new businesses, and growing existing businesses. It includes a group of activities and a multitude of contributing factors such as leadership, quality education, workforce housing, public investment, government support, and community buy-in that drive economic development and which must be undertaken to improve the quality of life and increase the standard of living in a community or region. That means that each community must respond accordingly depending on existing assets and maturity of those assets. The Western Nevada Development District is Nevada's sole planning district recognized by the U.S. Department of Commerce Economic Development Administration and is comprised of the governing bodies of the nine counties of Western Nevada, stretching from Humboldt County in the north to Mineral County in the south. Since 2006, there has been a huge emphasis on a regional approach to planning and more collaboration across governmental lines. Joining me today, Matt Westfield, founder Entrepreneurs Assembly and Adams Hub Entrepreneur in Residence, along with the UNR Innovation Center. Lisa Granahan, Economic Vitality Manager, Douglas County, Nevada, and Maya McKenzie, CEO, Adams Hub for Innovation in Carson City. So welcome, everybody. Matt, let's jump into the fact that, you know, we've talked about for many years what truly is economic development and as our region continues to grow and expand this collaboration between all must be a top priority thanks sherry it's great to be here good to see you again and thanks for having us on this is an important dynamic especially with everything we're going through now here in nevada as well as around the country and all the changes that we're we're seeing and stating what we found here entrepreneurship as many people already know is the the breeding of of the economies, both locally, regionally, and nationally. And entrepreneurship accounts for, I believe, 70, somewhere around 70% of job growth in America. Most folks don't see that. You hear about the intels and the Cisco's and the layoffs and the hirings. But we don't understand that the, the, the function of America and of the entrepreneurs is really the seeding of jobs and security in this, in this beautiful country we live in. And one of the things that seems prevalent all of a sudden is that all of our communities, especially up here in the north, are working together, talking with each other, that old silo mentality and approach. Uh, those barriers are beginning to crumble. And so do one of you ladies want to jump in and talk about, you, you each are coming from a different area within the north here. Do you see that? Do you feel that as well? such a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks so much. It has been so important to approach economic development through a regional 
um, system. Over the last several years, we've had nine counties involved in creating an economic blueprint for the region, and I think it's been tremendous. And that's what this conference brings forward, that work everything that everybody is doing and it starts to showcase and share and it's not just the north anymore it's interesting through this process i've met more people from the south and so far many of those conversations have just been on the phone and i can't wait to meet them in person at the conference to further these conversations tell us what conference this is the economic development conference that is coming up in september on, um, it's, if you want more information on the conference, it is at WNDD.org. We look forward to seeing all of you at this conference and talking more with you. Yes, yeah, so I, I can remember going last year. So this is the second annual Building a Stronger Nevada conference that's going to, it brings together people from all over the state, but also outside of our state that really are leaders and economic development strategists in other communities, and they bring best practices and a lot of conversation. And I went last year, and it was amazing. There were hundreds and hundreds of people from all different walks of life and and the different sectors of agriculture and manufacturing. And we're going to talk more about the conference, but I just kind of want to stay on this track in this first segment of the importance of, you know, bringing all these people together so that we do have these conversations about what is going to make this state prosper. It is always going to take multiple entities to create an ecosystem. There's no one person, one entity, even the economic development folks. God bless you guys for all you do. It needs to retain a partnership of entrepreneurs, of of economic development, of higher education when possible, chambers of commerce when possible, private, philanthropy, wherever we can get the culture. And each one of those creates a different dynamic in every city we do it. Entrepreneurs' Assembly is now in four different locations. And Sherry, thank you for being on our board and being a part of this. And Maya, thank you for all the support that you folks bring to Entrepreneurs' Assembly. We found that despite the the footprint of EA in each city, Carson City and North Lake and South Lake and Reno, each of these is different. The culture is different. The entrepreneurs are different. The mentorship is a bit different. And we can't pigeonhole that, just like you can't pigeonhole economic development. It's going to mean different things to those of you folks down in, in Douglas County, Lisa, than it does to the folks in Midtown Reno. But the, the essence of what we're doing affects all. Yeah. Well, you know, I have, I'm kind of on a mission, too. I mean, I, I keep talking about economic impact. Mm-hmm. Economic development is great to a cer- certain extent, but if every company coming in, the shareholders live in another state, that money does not stay here. I want to understand through all this planning and all this dialogue that people are really looking at what is the impact, not just let's bring in these big companies that are hiring people at whatever wage and then all the shares and the stock and are owned by people not living here because they don't feel it. And we're going to feel it. 
Let me share a story with you, Sherry. Um, one of the areas we focus on in Douglas County is on making our downtowns distinctive. And we've realized that a lot of our manufacturers and other companies who are, are coming in, they're looking for that quality of life. And that downtown, pedestrian-friendly, walkable atmosphere is something that they want to see. We've had a very successful Main Street Gardnerville program. You know, town of Gardnerville is, is one of our unincorporated towns. Since 2009, they've added a net 59 new businesses. That's fantastic. A really low vacancy rate. And through this conference and the Stronger um, Economies Together process, now that information is being shared. So they're working closely with Churchill County and Fallon and Elko um, and Carson City and talking about the Main Street program and growing that further. They're even talking about let's get some state sponsorship and get a state Main Street program like all the other states have throughout the nation. And that's happened. They've met each other through this this conference. That's awesome. It's been fantastic. Yeah, and and that's really what it is. I mentioned in the intro, community buy-in. You know, we feel it heavy here in Reno and Washoe County and, of course, Carson. But when you get out into the rurals out there, are they creating community buy-in as well? I mean, are they walking back, especially after a conference like this, to go, hey, we could be doing this here, and driving through a lot of these little towns, you still see a lot of boarded-up buildings and just issues. So, that's my question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. Um, the topic that, that Maya and Matt are talking on, about, the the co-working space, the business entrepreneurship. I actually started this conversation with Jamie Orr, who runs the Ta- Tahoe Mountain Lab. Now, they're in on the South Lake Tahoe side. But when we do economic development in Douglas County, we tend to erase the state line when we get up to the lake because it just doesn't make any sense. The tourists don't you know, get that there's two states up there. And she really sees, I really see, our our Board of County Commissioners really sees the opportunity for these people who are wanting to move and live in the Douglas County or the Lake Tahoe area, and they're having trouble with a place for their business. And this, this co-working space is perfect for this. You know, it gets them started. It makes the connections. She's growing that, she and her husband, David. And we're talking about how we can expand that over to the their work over to the Nevada side um, up at the lake. Down, um, you know, in the Valley area in Carson City, we've got the Adams Hub. Um, up in Reno, we have the same. Um, but these are just perfect examples of things that are perking. And then we bring them to the conference to share and, and get more information and people talking about it. Right. Let's let's hit on that conference one more time before we go to break. So we're talking about building a stronger Nevada, and it's September 20th through 22nd. And more information on the website at WNDD.org, and it'll be at the uh, Joe Crowley Student Union uh, at UNR. I'm going to take a break, but when I come back, I'm going to pick up on this conversation with Matt Westfield, Lisa Granahan, and Maya McKenzie. We'll be right back. This is Larry Williams from LarryPresents.com. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Radio Show right here on 99.1 FM Talk. The best advice is sage advice from the Sherry Hill Radio Show. 
When you are empowered, you are at your B-side best. Empowered people listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Thank you, Sherry. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Northern Nevada has been largely defined by the miners and ranchers who settled the territory in the 19th century and through Hollywood's lens with iconic television series Bonanza. Today, the region, bisected by rail and interstate highways and served by one of the nation's most reliable air cargo centers, is home to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Switch, Microsoft, Starbucks, Coffee Roasting Company, Tesla, and as we continue to discover, many, many more. At the second annual Building a Stronger Nevada conference, there's going to be opportunities to hear from a broad cross-section of business professionals, policy leaders, and economic experts who will share what is happening in a dynamic, changing Nevada economy. So let's talk about who should attend, why should this matter to me? Some of the key industries that you just spoke about or the companies are obviously huge changes in northern Nevada. In addition to that, there are so many companies starting on a daily basis that are in every industry, and including agriculture is alive and thriving in Nevada, uh, looking at solar opportunities. One of the really exciting things that's happening is there are so many different kinds of companies, and a lot of them have connections. And sometimes people don't understand the importance of those connections. These types of conferences, like the one that's coming up in September, give people a chance to what we call in the co-working world bumping into each other. And from bumping into each other comes collaboration. And from collaboration comes opportunity. So what we believe will happen for the people who attend this conference is they will discover new opportunities in their career path or in their company path that they didn't even know existed. 
new programs out there that we'll be talking about, I'm sure. Lisa, I know you've got some things you're working on. We've got some things. We're going to be making um, uh, Entrepreneurs Assembly and some other partners, EDON, uh, are going to be making a big announcement along with p- potentially UNLV and some others. So talking about exactly this statewide collaboration as opposed to citywide or regional-wide, we've got great regional-wide collaboration working now. It's time to broaden it and, and get this whole state as one inclusive entity to create the power and the dynamic that is only happens when these networks become more, you know, larger and more fundamental. Part of this, I'm sure, too, is the governor set out the here's the pathways for agriculture and manufacturing and IT and logistics. And so a lot of the people coming are going to be talking about what's going on in those particular industries, what's coming to Nevada. And so I was reading who some of the speakers were, and it's quite impressive, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've got the Vice President of Business Development of Tesla, um, Robert Lang, co-author of uh, Megapolitan America, uh, Sam Cordes from Purdue University, who focuses on regional economic development and rural community development, and Brett Kelsey, Vice President and Chief Technology Officer for Americas for Intel Security, and he'll be talking on implementing technology strategies in government and private sector. You know, and I was just thinking, you were talking about um, Bonanza, the Ponderosa. I I just have to tell you, I came from a meeting with a manufacturer um, last week. I said, what can we do for you? He says, bring back the Ponderosa. Yeah, right. (laughs) I still have a T-shirt, the Ponderosa, so I'm not letting it go. That's history. poster with the part on fire showing the whole region, you know. Anyone listening and they're sitting out there and they're like, gosh, we're concerned about what's going on in our region with all this economic development. And of course, we still have concerns, lack of water, lack of housing, some big rocks to uh, hurdle over, I would say. However, this is a great opportunity for people to show up and learn the positive side of what's going on. And then maybe they're that resource or that solution to help us uh, really grow. Affect the change that we're all seeing. We're going to have the change whether we want it or not. The more of us who get together and help affect the change and corral the change into a direction that benefits more and benefits everyone, I think, is the way to go. Otherwise, we go back to what you and I remember and Maya years ago, the silos we used to have. And let's face it, we used to have those, and we've bridged those tremendously over these last four or five years. Absolutely. And this is a great opportunity to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. So on the second uh, or the last day of the conference, um, we'll have Mike Kazmierski with EDON. He'll be there to kind of give an update on, on the EPIC report. So what are we seeing? What was what, what did we think about was going to happen? What's happening? What are the impacts? And how are those impacting those impacts affecting more than just the immediate area. And same thing with the South. Um, We'll hear from Patrick Sennett from the city of Las Vegas. Um, Some of the sectors they're working on, their downtown um, work, and and how that is affecting that whole region down there. Absolutely. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guests. Matt Westfield, who's founder Entrepreneurs Assembly, also Entrepreneur in Residence for Adams Hub and UNR Innovation. Center. 
Also have Lisa Granahan, who's the Economic Vitality Manager for Douglas County, and Maya McKenzie, CEO, Adams Hub for Innovation in Carson City. And we're all excited because the second annual Building a Stronger Nevada Conference is coming in September, and it's actually September 20th through the 22nd. It's going to be up at UNR, the Joe Crowley Student Union, and you can Google it, and it's the first thing that pops up on the website, all kinds of... It's very inexpensive. It's about, what, 125 bucks, and gosh, you get lunch and... 150. Yeah. 150. Go on. 175. Do I hear 200? (laughs) (laughs) Open up the phone, Sherry. I think we can get two and a quarter. Yeah. And registration (laughs) at WNDD.org. And I went last year, so I was at the first annual, and I was just blown away by the. The, well, because it's it's a different kind of a conference. It's not like we're all in one big room and you hear from one speaker. There's breakout sessions. And so whatever you're interested in, who has what some of these breakout sessions are so that people can go, wow, that's something I want to learn about. Sure. We have um, several different tracks. So there's agribusiness, uh, business and entrepreneurship, economic development and vitality. That's what this team mm-hmm. is talking about. Energy, manufacturing transportation and infrastructure, and workforce development. And then we've got it, the the conference set up. So the first day, there are some institutes. Those are a little bit longer, followed by tours. And then the second day, we have um, three sessions. And at each day, there are keynotes and lunch. And it should be a lot of information, a lot of great networking. Anyone with any questions about economic development or where their company is going should be here. And some of these tours, I know you go up to the Desert Research Institute. I think there's one going out to the Tahoe. Reno Industrial Center. Innovation Center, I think. I think we've got one going on there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you just sit in a chair all day. There's a lot of networking, a lot of interaction. You can get on a bus and go somewhere. And really, you're going to walk out after. It's it's actually, uh, it's three days. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the first day is like a pre-conference. I don't know what that is. I didn't go to that last year. So Right. We've got um, training on those days. Um, there's the Brown Field Funds and Technical Assistance or the Fundles of Economic... Fundles. Fundamentals of Economic <laughs> Development Workshop. I like Fundles Fundle, better. Yeah. I just said that. I like it. It, it sounds more fun, we gotta, we gotta it? look that up. <laughs> New word. <laughs> and and it was in those breakout sessions, I remember going to one, and there was a couple of gals that, coming out of Fallon, um, one was the, she started the two cute totes, but they were talking about some of what they're lacking out there, like community space for uh, manufacturing of apparel. And after listening, it's like, wow, there's some really awesome opportunities for people to become the solution or the resource for a lot of these small businesses and entrepreneurs within our region. Yeah, lots of information, Sharon. You know, you're talking about Churchill Economic Development. You're talking about Fallon. Uh, Rachel Dahl out there just does a tremendous job. They've just opened a food hub here a few months back. And I, you know, hear about adding more days, adding a coffee bar, adding connections to all these agribusinesses and getting local, uh, locally grown products. So, you know, all of that comes from sharing information. You know, those, those ideas are picked up from other people, um, maybe not not at this conference specifically, but um, 
it, it's really an opportunity to share information. And, and you can see it's just happening in Churchill County. Right. Um, that sharing of information is really resulting in it, making a difference. What's going on in Carson? <laughs> We have a lot going on in Carson City. Um, because it's the state capital, there is quite a bit of opportunity with professional services. But at Adams Hub, we are seeing a lot of companies, technology companies, getting started up and expanding. And then also niche manufacturing. We're seeing those two sectors in particular, mostly with technology. It's it's really fun and fascinating to work with these bright young people who have a vision for what they want to happen. And what's nice, and it has to do with economic development, is their vision includes community-mindedness. They are looking to be an integral part of their community and helping it be a better place. And that is something that we all hope will be an offshoot of economic development and attracting the right companies and the right people to be involved in our state's future. Yeah. I was at an event. It's all about building urban communities, but it, you include farms, in the middle of the community mm-hmm. and the agri-hood. yes the agri-hood, agri-hood. yeah that's <laughs> like one it of our, that's one of our um, sessions <laughs> on the agri-hood i like it i do too great informative conversation about the second annual nevada economic development conference <laughs> coming to our region september 20th through the 22nd up at unr and i would encourage folks to get involved attend, learn about what's going on, and be on the proactive side instead of just the reactive side. We'll be right back. This is Tom Terramina from Virginia City, Nevada. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is passionate about your success. Thank you, Sherry. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number, 51269. Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. 
Welcome back. I'm talking with Matt Westfield, founder of Entrepreneurs Assembly and entrepreneur in residence with Adams Hub and the UNR Innovation Center, Lisa Granahan, Economic Vitality Manager of Douglas County, and Maya McKenzie, CEO, Adams Hub for Innovation in Carson City. And of course, one of our favorite subjects, entrepreneurship. But this all ties to the second annual Nevada Economic Development Conference, Building a Stronger Nevada. It's a an event that's being held up at UNR, Joe Crowley Student Union, September 20th through the 22nd. And I would encourage people to go out and register, learn more about it at WNDD.org. But let's talk about it from the entrepreneur perspective, because Maya, Matt, myself, we're all involved in a lot of the same organizations related to entrepreneurship. And of course, when we talk about economic development, we know small business is the backbone of America. So how are we encouraging more people to think about starting businesses or what it is that they need to do to be successful within our region as all these big companies are coming in? So Maya, share your thoughts, please. As you said, entrepreneurship is the backbone of our country, and it is exciting these big companies are coming to our area. What they will bring with them is opportunity for new businesses to start up as a result of their presence here. In addition, there are a number of existing sectors, agriculture, technology, professional services that are always available for entrepreneurs. One of the things we're looking at as well is a lot of young people look to the opportunity to start a business for their career path. In particular, um, a lot of our students at University of Nevada, Reno, are saying they want their first job opportunity or their business opportunity to come here. They don't want to have to leave the area. So the more businesses we have starting up, the more we provide support services for would-be startups and entrepreneurs, the more talent that we can keep here in Northern Nevada and Southern Nevada. What it comes down to is there's a lot of folks who would love to start a business, but there's a lot of white noise out there on how to, where to start, what to do, where to turn. And one of the things that a number of us have been doing for years now is trying to break down not only the silos, as mentioned earlier, but break down the, the complicated aspect of entrepreneurship, which a lot of folks can't spell or say. Or, or what we try to do is, you know, a number of us in Entrepreneurs Assembly as well, and working with Maya at Adams Hub, let's take entrepreneurship and let's break down into bite-sized pieces. So, it breaks it down to a finite set of aspects of what you should be doing early on, what you should be doing next, the prioritization of team, the prioritization of, of, um, of your, mo- your business model and all of these things. But there are very simple ways to do that for folks who have never been an entrepreneur before. And those of us who are serial entrepreneurs, Sherry and Maya and those of us who've been around, we can help those folks through our networks break down some of the 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 painful aspects of starting a business and frankly learn from what we've already learned and help them cut the chase a little bit easier a little bit better a little bit more quickly a little bit more refined right at this conference there is a whole track on entrepreneurship correct yes correct. what are some of the things that are going to be discussed or talked about uh, i will make note of this in my uh, recent edition of Entrepreneur Magazine, Reno was selected as one of the top 50 United States cities for entrepreneurship. So imagine how surprised I was when I opened that up and went, wow, all this work, all this conversation we've had for years is paying off. It's amazing. 
Yep. So the entrepreneurship track. Yep. The the institute um, on Wednesday will be financial literacy. Uh, the tour will be of the innovation center at UNR. Um, on the Thursday, the um, first session is access to capital, making ends meet. Boy, that's important to everybody. And then we have entrepreneurship, technology, and the university connection, and entrepreneurship and art. We have a huge artistic community here, and a lot of people in the arts don't know how to run a business, and so this would be a good conference for them to attend because you're going to bump elbows with all kinds of professionals and service providers and so on. But let, let's talk about that just for a moment, the entrepreneurship side, because obviously that's my passion. I've been in economic development for over 24 years as my company, Sage International, helping people start businesses. And so it's really fun to watch a lot of the results of what's been going on. Yet there is, like Matt, you mentioned, still a bit of a disconnect. There is. There's a disconnect between the perception of resources, the perception of of what they really need. And to the point of uh, the other panelists here, one of the things we'll be talking about at the conference, which I'm very excited about, is what do entrepreneurs need? And I wish Jamie were here because Jamie's been a big facilitator in this conversation since she and David came up to the lake a few years ago and have really been building this, this piece of the ecosystem at the lake of which we're proud and honored to tether to. That said, we'll find, and I believe one of the discussions, which should be kind of rowdy, is that what entrepreneurs need and what they want may be, or excuse me, what they want may not be what they need. And in some cases it is, but you and I both know many new entrepreneurs believe the first thing they need is money. And those of us who've been down this road several times, raised lots of money, as well as bootstrapped, we know that that's not the first thing you really need. But you need to put certain aspects of your business model and your customer acquisition in place. Once you do that, as we like to say, do those things first, the money will come. So a lot of what we want to try to do is really create perspective. Yes. Well, I always say the first thing you need in business is a customer. Darn tootin'. And you know my <laughs> saying on that, uh, Sherry, I don't care how good you are, how smart you are, how good looking you are. I care that somebody buys what you're selling twice. Absolutely. Because once could be a mistake. <laughs> so our job is to make a business model where you've got a business that people buy what you're selling twice. Pretty simple concept. But Absolutely. Not easy to attain, though. Yeah, this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guests Matt Westfield, who is the founder of Entrepreneurs Assembly, Lisa Granahan, who's the Economic Vitality Manager of Douglas County, and Maya McKenzie, CEO of Adams Hub for Innovation. And of course, we're talking about this awesome opportunity coming up the second annual Nevada Economic Development Conference. The three of you are hugely involved, and I know a lot of this I was doing my research comes out of the SET, the Economic Development Wheel, which was really done back in 2014, where a lot of these communities, the governor, GoEd, all these people sat down and said, let's look at every single community within our nine-county region. Of course, now you have the South as well doing the same thing to go they did a SWOT analysis on every single community. Very fascinating because this conference is bringing all those people together to go, how do we solve some of this? How do we build on it? Are any of you involved on that particular, the SET, what is that, the board? 
It was a process, as you mentioned, we went through a few years back. Um, it was funded through USDA, um, Western Nevada Development District, UNR. We needed to update the Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy for WNDD so we could get more federal money in. And in doing it, we thought we would really create a blueprint for economic development within the region. It was fascinating. I was so glad to be a part of it. I learned so much, just like I was talking about Churchill County. You know, I made connections there that, that still today are flourishing and, and making other things happen. Right. So interesting, though, this all happened in 2014. This is only two years ago, right? Finally, after how many years are are people actually looking at us as a region? And I think that's one of the most important factors of all of this, the SET Economic Development Wheel, the conference, the Economic Development Conference, is because all the players are coming together at the same table. Matt, you've been running all over the place in the north here trying to really encourage people to bust down the silos, especially in the entrepreneur world, but there's more silos than just in the entrepreneurship. Well, there are, and, and I'm excited to say now that we've not only have been running around the region of late, and as of this very week, I'll be running around the state. Um, heading back down to Las Vegas this week for a series of meetings uh, with the folks from Switch, the folks from UNLV, and to your point, we're things are changing dynamically and rapidly, but it hasn't happened overnight. Everybody's like, wow, this just happened. There's those of us who've been involved with this, Maya, you, Sherry, I, Lisa. We've been doing this. I don't even know how I got involved with economic development. I'm just a dumb serial entrepreneur who got kind of sucked into this whole thing a decade ago. But what's happened is we've taken this last decade and formed this infrastructure and all these resources and this collaboration to where we are now. That's why we got into Entrepreneur Magazine. It's exciting as, as anything to see what we've done, a whole lot of us, many of us volunteering in this thing and many aspects of this to make this happen. I know you're sure you volunteered. Maya, you too. We've countless hours, and I could name 20 other people just off the top of my head here in this region. And I know for a fact that it's going on down in Vegas. Now, the big goal is to bridge the state together, not just the regions. And so that's something we'll be talking about at the conference, and we'll be making a very important announcement at that conference here in a couple of weeks, which I think will <clears throat> allay some of the concerns about where we're going and what we're doing as a state. Absolutely. And, you know, from the workforce development angle, you've got the universities and the community colleges all on board and talking with each other. Finally, I'm on the board for Nevada Works. The one stop where these are the people you got to get them off unemployment because we need everybody working. Mm -hmm. we're, we're at a critical tipping point Everyone needs to be working, and the jobs are here. They're just not as qualified. But the opportunities, I mean, we see it every day in the paper, announcements. There's amazing opportunity within our region. And if you're sitting on your couch and you're not a part of it, then get up off of your couch, go get a certificate, and you're going to walk out, and you're going to find a good-paying job. We're going to pick up on this conversation, all related to the second annual Nevada Economic Development Conference, where we encourage everyone to be there so you can mingle and learn and educate yourself about what's going on with building a stronger Nevada. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. Eight, seven, eight, 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 
Welcome to Think Outside the Globe with Rocket Tom Terramina. This is Mission Debriefing FB 101, the family business. The mission objective was to grow and sustain a profitable family business. The Mission Profile. A sole proprietor precision machine shop in Texas. It grew to about 60 employees, mostly craftsmen, running manual metalworking machinery. The two sons worked as apprentices until they finished college. The boys were being trained to take over the business. They retained my company to implement effective quality management processes and self-directed work teams. The, flight. the sons took over operations and engineering. They implemented our quality management systems and began making changes based on new metrics of performance. But craftsmen began retiring. The sons replaced manual machines with computerized workstations and started hiring machine operators. Houston, we have a problem. The founder resisted any type of change. He refused to define and document his vision, mission, and values to the sons or the organization. Family feuding became commonplace and visible to customers and employees. Class warfare broke out between the craftsmen and the machine operators. Quality deteriorated. Suborganizations formed and disregarded operational procedures and training. Customer rejects became commonplace. The founder retired and left the sons fighting for control. The company gradually fell apart. Think outside the Family businesses that intend for future generations to carry on the legacy of the founder must define a master flight plan that creates a vision, mission, set of values, and a scalable growth plan. The successors must not only become experts in the products and services, but they must seamlessly continue the vision, mission, and values while implementing the scalable growth plan and revising it as conditions change. Infighting among the generations creates a dysfunctional environment and undermines what made the business great. Create your personal mission plan and live by it every day. Communicate it and model it for everyone. Measure results and be accountable to yourself, your customers, and your employees. For more Think Outside the Globe, visit me at rockettom.com. This is Lisa Granahan with Douglas County Economic Vitality. This is Maya McKenzie from Adams Hub for Innovation. This is Matt Westfield from UNR Innovation Center and Entrepreneurs Assembly. Sherry Hill is awesome. Sherry Hill is engaged and passionate. Sherry Hill is the bomb. Thank, Thank you, you, Sherry. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. 
Welcome back. This is Sherry Hill. I'm chatting with Matt Westfield, who's founder of Entrepreneurs Assembly and also entrepreneur in residence for Adams Hub and the UNR Innovation Center. Lisa Granahan, Economic Vitality Manager of Douglas County, and Maya McKenzie, CEO, Adams Hub for Innovation in Carson City. We're all excited because the second annual Nevada Economic Development Conference, Building a Stronger Nevada, is coming to UNR on September 20th through the 22nd. It's a wonderful, amazing, awesome conference where you're going to run into hundreds maybe even more than hundreds of people who are all here to figure out and communicate and connect on how we build a stronger Nevada. So let's talk a little bit about some of the other things. Obviously, we're all passionate about entrepreneurship, but there are other types of breakout sessions where people go in. I see one on how you become a community of choice or the infrastructure and the transportation. I mean, People from uh, true experts coming from all over the country are speakers at this conference. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we've got keynotes for sure. And then there are the different tracks. So I'm the chair of the Economic Vitality, Economic Development track. And you were mentioning that how do you become a community of choice? Use the data. Well, this is taking off on some work from last year where we learned about everything Saharita, Arizona is doing and how they've really taken a look at, at their numbers, at their assets, looked at the policy and the planning they have in place, and they have made some key decisions that have made them a great place. So we've got some experts. Uh, Sarah Adler will be there. She'll be moderating. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm calling myself an expert. I'll be talking about Douglas County and our work, how we've used data to really understand our manufacturing commi- um, community and grow it. We have Lou Torres with USDA. She'll be talking about work she's doing with Tonopah. Um, and then we have Eric Coyle with U.S. Census Bureau, and he is everybody's resource in Nevada to help them get their data across the line and make some good policy and planning choices. Right. So this is really this conference from my experience of last year. This is that 50,000 foot aerial view of what's going on in our region, what is working, where do we still need to put some emphasis. And that's what's nice is because you are bringing in experts from all over the country that have already been there and already done that. And of course, some of the things that we do need to talk about because, well, energy is is a big push. So, Matt, let's talk about that. Well, energy, you know, has affected Nevada, especially lately with all the changes we've been seeing, some of the changes in policy laws, the regulations and such. So I guess there's going to be quite a feisty debate going on at this conference. And I'm excited about it from the entrepreneurial side because it affects homeowners. It affects entrepreneurs. There's a lot of entrepreneurs here in the solar and alternative energy who are now having to rethink their status in Nevada. That's, you know, that's tough. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm looking forward to uh, being a fly on the wall for that one. Absolutely. And then, of course, we also have the, you know, workforce development and bridging the gap. For so many years, the the rivalries between the community colleges and our two universities. So, Matt, what's going on with uh, UNLV and UNR? There's a lot. seems like more partnership. You just gave me the willies, Sherry. Look at my little, <laughs> my little hair sticking up on my arm. You know, you're absolutely right. There's 
there's been this, and forgive me, I, I believe some of it's been drummed up, and a lot of it, if we could talk about the North versus the South and how the all the policy and everything favors one or the other and this and that, and, and I'd like to say, indeed, I just had this conversation very recently with some folks, fairly heated conversation, that a lot of this has spurred from the area of sport. In early days of Nevada, there was, you know, the rivalry between UNLV and UNR, University of Nevada, Reno, and what's happened is the community college is the same thing, and that rivalry in sport is a phenomenal thing. But unfortunately, it's been, I believe, in some regards, taken a little too far in context and in the way it's been shall we say, manifested. And I think some of it is baloney and some of it is contrived. And what we need to do, and those of us who are involved, is break this down. So uh, I do work with the University of Nevada, Reno, and I just had a, um, a great meeting with some folks at UNLV. Part of what we're going to be talking about at this conference is breaking down that very ridiculous aspect of us versus them it's all about us Absolutely. and let's face it it's all about us and yeah there are a little bit different cultures and this and that but we've already proven that we can bridge those up here in the region between south lake and reno and these other areas even looking at our local region on many occasions i've been asked is there competition we we're running in carson city the adams hub for innovation it's an incubator and co-working facility there are incubators and co-working facilities in reno incline and south tahoe and um it's interesting the fact that there you could consider it competition we i consider it more of a cooperation a collaboration um, we all are in the spirit of wanting to help entrepreneurs um, and our ecosystem be more successful, and we're working together. And somebody might choose to go to a co-working facility in Reno or in Carson. Typically, they're not choosing one over the other. They're choosing where they want to spend the majority of their time. And so it, it really is in the interest of everyone, and it's great. I Jamie Orr from Tahoe Mountain Labs was supposed to be here today. She has a co-working facility in South Lake Tahoe. We have a great working relationship and we collaborate and we are regularly referring people to each other that we feel one of our facilities can better assist than another because what we all understand is if we're successful and we're helping each other we're all going to be more successful we're starting to see that even more and more between northern nevada and southern nevada as well i can't believe how many times just in the past several months we've been talking about all these great opportunities for collaboration and it's it's great and the the conversation is starting it's growing and it's very positive. Working with both Maya in Carson City and the university here in, in Reno, it's helped us to do a lot of that is to bridge this. There are some great young student companies and grad student companies that are both working with us here at the Innovation Center and coming down to work with Maya and some of the groups down there because there's a dynamic. There's a there's a uh, just a different culture that breeds this excitement. And what, what we do down there, what we do up here is not that dissimilar, but it is cooperative and collaborative. And I think that that's a really big deal, what, what Maya is talking about, because we've seen it. And let's face it, my disposition with the university is to do what? Basically keep all the smart people here. I'm sick of them leaving, getting their degrees, and going over the hill. Let's make the opportunities here. Let's keep the smart kids here. Let's keep the smart professors and faculty here. And let's have this manifest new and good things. To your point, all the big companies coming in, not all those people coming in are going to stay with those big companies. A lot of them are going to break out. We need to have and continue the infrastructure to support the entrepreneurs that are here and the ones that are coming. Because some of them are coming, don't even know they're entrepreneurs yet. You have to imagine having lived here for a very long time that the southern nevada always looked to the north as the ugly little stepchild because we we didn't really produce anything we had a little bit of gaming and some mining 
now we're hitting the streets with some pretty major expansion in manufacturing and IT and food distribution and all these other things that the South is starting to look and go, wow, you guys are finally pulling your weight. There's a credibility factor here we've built. It's beyond the, that Reno 911 nonsense, too. We're the cred, look at this Entrepreneur Magazine thing. We're, I'm blown away by that, and we're all honored. And we have spent a, hundreds of us building this thing, so it's about darn time. Let's talk quickly about the conference again. So this is a great opportunity for people that really want to know from the inside and the big picture view about what is going on in our region, who's talking about it within our region, who's working together, what are some of the true assets that we have that we can foster and play on, and what are some of the things that are still a bit of a challenge. But Maya, you were talking about that is kind of once you understand a challenge, you if you put on your entrepreneurial mindset, which is... As you were saying, the entrepreneurial mindset, that that's educating people and helping them understand to be problem solvers. And a problem solver is an entrepreneur and vice versa. A, somebody who sees something that they think could be better or improved upon and they go instantly into problem solving mode. They think about what could be done to make the situation better and then they take steps to implement it. That type of thinking, that entrepreneurial mindset is applicable as an entrepreneur obviously starting a business. It a, makes a great employee and it makes a great community member. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. So, Lisa, why don't you tell us if people want to learn more about the conference, the dates, where they should go? Absolutely. So this is the second annual Economic Development Conference. Go to WNDD.org. It's September 20th through the 22nd. Uh, it will be at UNR. All right. And the cost is about $150. For two days. For two days. Plus there's tours. There's all kinds of stuff going on. People from all over the country. And eating. We get right. to eat. We get to eat. There's, there's food included. Sherry. And there are some pre-sessions uh, on the 20th, too. Okay. People can take advantage of. Awesome. Well, it just, yeah, I know I went last year. I had a great time. I learned a ton. Of course, the networking is off the charts. And it's a great way for people to really just be a part of the solution and not sit out here and yak about all that's going wrong. Of course, we're going to have challenges. That's what happens when you have economic development. The key is, are we busting down the silos? Are the right players coming to the table? And are we looking at this as a true regional plan and not just every little community going, what's in it for me? In these sessions at the end, there's time for question and answers and to get your questions answered. And then the panelists will stay around afterwards and they'll talk to you or you'll get their card and you'll be able to connect. You, you truly will find value in this conference. Yeah, and that's the key. If you want to be part of the solution, then be part of the change. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I want to thank my guest, Matt Westfield, founder of Entrepreneurs Assembly, Lisa Granahan, Vitality Manager of Douglas County and Maya McKenzie, CEO, Adams Hub for Innovation in Carson City. I'm going to see all of you at the conference. You two are on a panel together, I we believe, are. Matt and Maya. And Lisa, you're on a panel. You're, you're doing all kinds session. of stuff. I'm keeping a track <laughs> moving down the rails. Great. Well, I look forward to seeing everybody there. Thank Have an you. awesome day. Thank you, Sherry. It's great. 
The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for The Sherry Hill Show. Hi, this is Peter Padilla, your host at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Our radio show has been on the air for 11 years, and you can listen to all of the podcasts at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. When you listen to the expert guests that come to talk with us, you'll be better informed, wiser, and ready to go when you want to pull the trigger on a real estate transaction. Buying or selling, it doesn't matter. You need the advice from NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening.